opposite. That really the important thing is that, that when you are being intimate, for those two weeks that you are being intimate, that that should be done properly with the right respect and with the right sanctity. But if uh, uh, people observe the two weeks when you're not being intimate, and then when you are intimate, all, you know, everything is uh, thrown to the wind, no, that's, that's not what it's about. I mean, when, when you can be together, then there's no restraints and there's no modesty and there's no... No, that's not... That's not what it's about. It's like trying to lose weight by not eating breakfast and lunch and then pigging out at supper. <laughs> it's not going to work like that. <laughs> So you see what a disciplined person I am? For two weeks we haven't touched. But then during the two weeks we're animals. Wife tells her husband some intimate emotional thing about her life, about her past, about her. And the husband says, why didn't you tell me sooner? Why did you keep that a secret? That's rape. You're not entitled to your wife's, to your wife's intimate feelings. And if she shares it with you, you have to treat it with sanctity. That's like keeping a secret. There are some people who can't keep a secret. There are some people who barely manage to keep a secret. They bite their tongue until it bleeds, but they don't say it. But everybody in the room knows that, that they have a secret. <laughs> and then there are those who keep a secret to where nobody knows that they have a secret. And then there's the highest level of secret keeping, and that is that when you're keeping a secret and someone comes to you and says, did you hear such and such? And you don't let on that you know or that you heard or that you were ever told even after everybody else knows. Rebbe's secretaries were that way. They were incredible guys. Because, you know, you would write in little notes to the Rebbe and ask for personal advice and stuff and thing, and they, you know, they had to bring the message or get the answer back from the Rebbe. Nothing. They know nothing. When I uh, informed the Rebbe that we were going to get engaged, and you know you don't announce it until the Rebbe's approval and so on, so it's all kept secret and so on. So I was standing in the hallway with the Rebbe's secretary who had who had uh, brought the note into the Rebbe, and he had given me the answer. And as I'm standing there, all my friends came over. They heard, and they were all saying Mazel Tov, Mazel Tov. And this guy turns to me and says, "What's the Mazel Tov?" He, he, I couldn't keep a straight face, but he was, really, what's the mazel? Oh, mazel tov, mazel <laughs> They were great. They were really something special. Anyway, so what does it take to be able to keep a secret? When somebody shares a secret with you, is this now 
your shared secret? Or is it still their secret, not yours? You don't have a secret. It's their secret. And that's why you have nothing to share with anybody else. Because when you were entrusted with a secret, it didn't become yours, not even a tiny bit. If you feel that it became yours a little bit, you're going to have a hard time not telling. Because, I mean, it's yours, it's yours, why can't you tell? She was able to tell you, why can't you tell your friend? Because it's her secret, not yours. So that's the idea, that you can have something, and it's not yours. So if your husband shares with you an emotional intimacy, it doesn't become yours. So the husband returns around and says, why didn't you tell me sooner? Excuse me, from now on, I won't tell you anything at all. What do you mean, why didn't I tell you sooner? Even, that I'm, even the fact that I'm telling you now, you have no right to it. I'm telling you because I trust you to treat it with respect. And now you're throwing it back at me. No more. Or people, you know, we're all, we're all spe- we've all become such amateur psychiatrists. My husband is keeping something back from me. What should I do? What should you do? Help him keep whatever is a secret. Help him keep it secret. What are you, his enemy or his friend? So if there's something about himself, about his life that he can't share, what do you mean, what should you do about it? What's the question? Should you nag him till he, till he tells you? Should you cut his hair off like Delilah? I mean, what, what do you mean? Huh? So, yeah, even, even with emotional intimacy, you have no rights. If your spouse shares it with you, it's a gift that you can't own. Enough, then he'll tell you. But there's no other way to attain it. So again, you know, we have this, we have this, this thing, we have this attitude that marriage means sharing everything. No, it doesn't. Marriage means being able to share everything. When you trust each other enough, when you're, when you're loyal to each other uh, to, to such a degree where things that you would be afraid to say to anybody else, you're not afraid to say to your spouse. But your spouse has no right to demand it. It's an intrusion of privacy. If someone pulls a, draws a curtain and you walk over and pull it up, what is that? It's vulgar. If someone put up a curtain, it means that they want privacy in that area of their life. So you're going to walk over and pull the curtain aside? That's not nice. A person puts on a mask because he needs to hide something. You're going to rip the mask off? to share as much as you can. But the spouse has no right to demand it. 
and, and beyond that, you share with your spouse not what you need to tell, but only what they need to hear. If you need to say something, you need to get something, but, but it wouldn't be good for your spouse to hear it, then share it with somebody else, not with your spouse. Even so. It, even so, if, it doesn't, if it's not going to be helpful to the spouse, if it's going to be painful or difficult, then... Right. Suppose you know that he's not willing to hear it. Then you shouldn't say it. As much as you want to, you shouldn't say it. You're of his feelings, and you know that he can't hear this, so you don't say it. That's a very good marriage. Say, I can't stand when my husband does this. Better Lashon Hara. Better Lashon Hara. Sure. Of course. common things is a person wants to tell their spouse what things they experienced when they were younger that is very, not very nice or complimentary about themselves but they feel guilty that they're keeping it a secret and they want to share it they want to tell it tell it to your shrink don't tell it to your spouse because to whose benefit is this what do you want to tell them all the nasty things you ever did and that's going to endear yourself to him? <laughs> and there are actually people who do this with a vengeance. They insist on showing their ugliest, nastiest side to the person they're thinking of marrying. And then if he can't handle it, well, then too bad. That is so nasty. They even exaggerate their faults just to freak them out and see if he can handle it. Not nice. So then people say, you mean I have to live for the rest of my life with this secret? Well, you can put it that way. Or you can say, you have to live for the rest of your life being considerate to your husband. That sounds terrible. <laughs> For the rest of your life, you're going to have to be considerate. <laughs> well, what kind of marriage is that? I actually heard a man say, We're married. I have to be nice to her now, too? <laughs> I mean, now we're married. Now, now you're supposed to let, you know, be able to let your hair down and just be yourself. That's a new one. He's my wife. She's my wife. Or he's my husband. He's going to have to handle this. <laughs> that is so selfish. Uh, who was it who said... Who was... The village? It doesn't mean you'll never need anybody else in your life. 
still need a teacher, you'll still need an employee, an employer, you'll still have to have friends, you'll still have to have a mother and a father and a brother and a sister. The husband doesn't take the place of all of those people. It's not like you ride off into the sunset. It takes a village. You still have a whole life surrounded by a lot of people who fill different needs and play different roles in your life. But the, the, the main thing is you, you remain considerate of what's best for your husband and not only what's best for you. So there are, th- there are many couples who live together in a very nice marriage all their lives and kept secrets from each other because they were afraid that it would hurt too much or even hurt a little. So, for example, if a, if a wife is having a very hard time, a lot of difficulties with whatever it happens to be, and she's really down, and she's saying, I don't know, I, I, I can't, I, I this, I'm miserable, I'm, and the husband sits down and says, yeah, and, and I can't stand what's going on at work, and, and I'm miserable, and you know, life is really, what are you doing? What in the world? Save it. If your wife is down, don't add misery to her misery. I know you're feeling miserable, but now is not the time because your wife can't handle more misery right now. So, of course, you want her compassion, you want her sympathy, but not when she is in the need of sympathy. That's called being considerate. people in your life. Oh, to hear your misery, why does it have to be your wife? (laughs) If you need somebody to be miserable with you, hire someone. I'll make it your wife. You know, the Rebbe's brother passed away um, in England, and his mother was already living in Brooklyn. And the Rebbe never told his mother that his brother had passed away. Kept it a secret for the rest of her life. He sent postcards to England. They postmarked it there and sent it to to his mother. And he kept up a, a correspondence you know, in, the, in his brother's name and his brother's handwriting. And uh, even when he was sitting shiva for his brother, and he had to wear uh, non-leather shoes, and he went to visit his mother every day, he polished the non-leather shoes. They should look like shoes. She shouldn't, she shouldn't suspect. So who did he share his grief with? There was nobody else. I mean, in the family. Of course, his wife. But from his family, there was him and his mother. That's all there was. But she had suffered enough, and he was not going to allow her to suffer anymore. He was not going to cause her to suffer anymore. She found out. Of course.
but she never let him know that she found out because she didn't want him to know. So they both played this little game. <laughs> he kept the postcard going, and she kept saying, got a postcard from label. That's called considerate.